I want to welcome Agile XRM to the podcast. I've known the people at Agile XRM for the past 12 years. I've seen how their business process management tool can add massive value to complex organizational processes in sectors such as finance and government. If you have complex processes or a need for dialogues on the Power Platform or Dynamics 365, take a look at how this BPM tool can add value. You can find them at agilexrm.com or check out the show notes for more details. Welcome to the Power 365 show, where I interview staff at Microsoft across the Power Platform and Dynamics 365 technology stack. I hope you'll find this podcast educational and inspire you to do more with this great technology. Now, let's get on with the show. Today, we're going to be discussing Power FX. Today's guest is from Washington in the US. He works at Microsoft as a principal PM architect in the Power Apps team. He Loves empowering people to create their own solutions. You can find links to his a bio, LinkedIn, Twitter, things like that in the show notes. And anything we discuss that the, if we talk about any resources, et cetera, they will be in the show notes as well. With that, welcome to the show, Greg. Thank you, Mark. Great to be here. Good to have you on the show. I always like to start with, you know, introducing to the audience in a way that's not just about your role and what you do at Microsoft. So tell us a bit about what you do outside of Microsoft, maybe family, food, friends, fun, whatever you do that's when you're not working. Yeah. So outside of work these days, it's dominated by, I have two freshmen in high school. And so running around to soccer meets and ultimate tournaments and outdoor backpacking and hiking. And so there's a lot of activity around their lives that takes a lot of time so that 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 dominates my 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 life other other than power effects yeah how have you found going back to the office as such what's what's your type of work model that you're finding for yourself that's working in this kind of post-covid time that we're in now well i'm taking advantage of the fact that microsoft's very flexible on this i have not gone back to the office i gave up my office Wow. And said, I'm just going to work from home. Mm-hmm. And for me, that's worked out really well so far. I do go into the office to meet with people from time to time for offsites or design uh, discussions. But in general, I work from the house, which is really convenient for all the stuff I talked about a minute ago. All the yeah. being a soccer mom and driving the kids around and, and getting them to school and, and all that. It's, it's difficult to see spending the time to commute into work. Yeah. when I could be just working or taking care of that and instead. I've found myself in the last two weeks, I've been you know, sick, had the flu, don't have COVID, but just have the flu. And it's funny that now, like I'm working and I've worked today, but if I was, if I had to go into an office, I wouldn't have gone in today because, you know, you cough out in public these days, people looking at you sideways, right? It's right, like a different right. world now, even though, you know, I've validated time and time again, I don't have COVID. It's kind of like there's this, I don't know, a bit of a new social stigma and like people like, if you're sick, do not come nearer. Like we don't want you at the office at all. But what I'm finding, I'm working anyhow. And so what would normally be a day in bed, you know, trying to recover, I'm actually, I've had multiple customer meetings today, multiple engagements because we are remote. So it it has allowed new paradigms of being able to work perhaps when when one should be taking a rest, maybe. Yeah, (laughs) indeed. Tell me about your journey into Microsoft. How did you end up in this organization? What what path did your career take to ultimately end up in what you're doing now? I've been at Microsoft a long time. I'm coming up on 30 years. And I wow. came into 
I came into the company working on Fortran. Fortran Power yeah, Station was yeah. my first product. Wow. And that comes from my time at Hewlett Packard, where I worked on compilers for HPUX mm -hmm. uh, in one of their language labs. And so since then, I've always been drawn to languages and expressing logic for a long time in Visual, in Visual Studio, working on Visual Basic, Visual Interdev, if anyone remembers that short-lived product. Those were some of the stuff I worked on. But I, I kind of got tired of professional developers being my primary customer. I, right. I, I, I wanted to, to, that I wanted a, more of a challenge than that, I guess. I wanted to be able to get a normal people to be able to express logic and that, that don't consider themselves developers. That they, there's so many more regular people out there that have a need for some piece of automation, some little piece of logic that can help their, help them in their lives. I'd love to empower them to do that. So that I moved from Visual Studio into Office to work mm -hmm. on the web part framework, which became a part of SharePoint, right. um, ultimately Excel and, and Access, InfoPath, uh, all those more low-code tools yep. that Microsoft was, was uh, fostering during that period. Um, and then a couple of my friends who had worked with, I'd worked with on Access, started mm -hmm. up Sienna, which became Power Apps. And yep. so I joined them for and then went from there and really have enjoyed this ride we've been on with the power platform growing up and so much adoption. I really feel it. it's really, it's it's got a lot going for it. A lot of the mistakes that we made with some of those other products, mm -hmm. um, they seem to be have been resolved here. There's a lot of funding for uh, this, this effort, a lot of people, a lot of energy behind making the power platform really successful. And that, that's great to see. Yeah, I love it. I love it. So we're going to talk about PowerFX, and um, I have so many questions uh, to ask you about this. And let's start with when you're asked, what is PowerFX? And, you know, some of the things that I've heard jumps to my, is it another programming language that we need to learn? You know, what was wrong with the, the you know, the JavaScript or TypeScript, et cetera, that was already um, available to use? How do you explain it? Well, there's many, many different ways to explain it in those terms. Uh, compared to professional languages, professional languages give you a tremendous amount of control. You can do anything you want, like TypeScript, mm -hmm. JavaScript, C Sharp. But for the kinds of apps that most people build for their, for their business that are trying to solve business-oriented problems, it's kind of overkill. They, mm -hmm. And they can get themselves into trouble. Uh, we, we, you can see in PowerFX, for example, we, everything's an asynchronous call, even if you don't know it. If you make mm -hmm. a call to a web service, We'll get off the UI thread, let that happen, keep the UI responsive, um, automatically wait for the promise to be resolved, and then give the result back. Mm -hmm. It's really easy for people to not get that right, trying to write asynchronous JavaScript. I mean, it's not For a professional developer, it's very straightforward. It makes mm -hmm. tons of sense. But if you try to get a normal person to get that, it's, it's, it's a lot. So we, we came at this from an angle of, it is a programming language, but it is meant to be very concise, mm -hmm. very, it's, it's strongly typed so that we get a lot of support at compile time, compile time being when you edit a formula, because we're constantly mm -hmm. compiling, about is there a problem with what you've written? Is IntelliSense giving you good feedback on what the elements, the, uh, the fields and columns that you're using out of a, a table, are those correct? Are they the right types? Are the right operations happening? All that's there to help you, support you as you're writing that code in real time. So that that's... That's one answer to it. I can also mm -hmm. give you a more computer science-y answer, which is it's a functional language. It's very yep. much like Excel. It tries not to have side effects unless it has to. Mm -hmm. Variables are the one piece that we added on top of what Excel gave us. Because if you think about Excel, you, can, you can't really put a button on an Excel spreadsheet 
and have it do something. You can do that with VBA, but you can't do that directly in the Excel formula language. Mm, 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 mm. It doesn't have imperative logic. It doesn't have side effect full state manipulation. The only way a cell changes is by a user typing in a new value into a cell or a formula calculating. And that's the basis for, for PowerFX and for Power Apps is to try to use leverage as much as possible of what Excel has taught hundreds of millions of people about how yeah. to express logic. Take that knowledge and, and leverage as much as possible. Earlier on, I spoke to Anders Heilsberg, who's one of our technical fellows who mm -hmm. did C Sharp and did TypeScript. And he made a really important point to me. He's like, you, you never want to teach somebody something. You really want to leverage what they already know. Even if you don't yeah. like it, even if you would fix mm -hmm. it, mm -hmm. don't mm -hmm. fix They already know it. It's not... It, that leverage of knowledge is so much more important than getting every little detail of the language exactly the way you might want it to be. Even if it's mm -hmm. bad, go with it. And so that's what we try to do. It's, it's, it's interesting in that, you know, you mentioned your experience with other low-code products and really the mother of all low-code products is Excel. And, yes. and it, it has been, it's been that tool that a beginner can start using it very quickly, you know, maybe a simple calculation of, you know, their grocery list or something like that. And then you've got pro devs that build full applications on on it. And so it's an Excel's an amazing tool, except for that it's highly portable um, to a degree and that the data set can be lifted easily without the 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 control or visibility of of um, you know, for compliance and, and things like that. Correct. So yes. So the lessons learned here, uh, the lessons learned, if you like, from Access, and, and I'm keen to explore a little bit on Access shortly, um, and Excel, has that, how have you leveraged that knowledge and that you started with a clean slate, right, and what you built here? Right. We, there were lots of lessons we've learned along the way. Uh, on the Access side, we were building Access Web applications, which were recently retired. They had data macros, UI macros, ways of expressing logic, which were low-code oriented. Mm -hmm. We learned a lot about how users don't understand how to deal with errors. They, they just don't even think errors are a thing. They, they're just yeah. not conscious of it. And so what we did with Access is we made everything transactional, everything wrapped in a transaction. If anything failed, it all failed. So the end user had the ability to roll that back as a whole. And so the, those kinds of that helped us tremendously Whereas access with VBA that was running on the client, if there was a failure, VBA would just keep going unless you took some action. And mm -hmm. it would corrupt your database. It would modify these tables, but not these other ones because there was a problem. And you get it into an inconsistent state. Mm -hmm. um, there, we, we need to protect and help our, our makers understand, or not even understand, just help them avoid those kind of pitfalls where they won't necessarily think about these problems that might crop up. We needed to do that for them. And, and ensure that they their apps are successful, even if they're not thinking like a professional developer who would think mm, about it. Mm, 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 mm. So, so in what's been built so far in PowerFX, what's the parity level with Excel? As in, from you know, I, I can do a lot of things on any cell within Excel, apply uh, different logic, etc. How does how does that compare to what we have with PowerFX? They have four hundred plus functions and we have mm -hmm. maybe 150. So we're, we're way behind on the function count. And that's that beyond the core language of how the operators and the semantics of data types work. That's the, mm -hmm. the biggest piece that needs to be shored up. The Excel team is also running ahead. They, they added the Lambda function recently, which allowed them to write user-defined functions in the formula language itself. They're using, they're adding, using that to add, reduce, and map and other functional language concepts to Excel. 
Mm-hmm. Awesome stuff. And we have, we've not had an opportunity to, to add that stuff ourselves yet, but we, we plan to. Right. So it's, it's an ever, we're, we're always trying to keep up. Um, we are different than Excel because we do have this imperative logic element in an application. Mm-hmm. You have buttons that need to do things. They need to submit a record to a database. So we have to, we have to think about that side of it as well. How do we manipulate and mutate state that Excel doesn't have to think about? But the core, I, my, my, my goal is that those UDFs that you can now write in Excel with a Lambda function, mm-hmm. I would love to be at a place where that same function can be used verbatim in Power Apps as well. You can have a function library that's consistent and compatible between the two. And there are some differences in our language, which will prevent that from, you know, can be 100% true, 100% compatible. But I hope for the most part, we can be compatible and you can write formulas and functions that can be inter- interchanged between the two. Very cool. What's, what's your telemetry telling you around adoption? Um, how, how much has the ecosystem bought in, started using it? Is it what you expected? I assume there'll always be a ramp up time on something like this. What has it been a year, two years now? It's been a market, Parafix? Uh, Parafix has been, well, so it's been about a year and a half since we GA? announced it. Okay. Uh, not, G, not even GA. So oh, okay. we are, we announced it at one of the conferences early yeah. last year. We have been working to put it into Dataverse in the form of formula columns. Mm-hmm. It went into Power Apps as for commanding so that you can write commands in a model-driven application that's written in PowerFX. Power Virtual Agents Mm -hmm. is got it in private preview right now and will be going to public preview in GA towards the end of this year. Mm -hmm. And so that's, and then we are also working with other teams like the Power Automate desktop team. So it's early days, really, honestly. We we are still working with these other teams. We're learning about their requirements and what Mm -hmm. we need to bring to the language. Um, Of course, it's been in Canvas since day one. And so we've got many many users there who already take advantage of and enjoy PowerFX. And so its use in, in, in model-driven, would that be come up via Dataverse and in, in how that would be presenced? Because you mentioned it was already and you've put it into Dataverse. It's in Dataverse. So formula Columns is the main yep. way we're doing that, um, which we are we were already in Dataverse for Teams. We've been there for a while. We mm-hmm. are in the process of bringing that to normal uh normal quote unquote dataverse yep. Yep. where uh, full dataverse where you're, you're using the power apps uh, portal to interact with it and you write your mm-hmm. formulas mm-hmm. that's in process and will be coming in the, in the, it, it is being rolled out slowly as I, as I speak. That's one exciting area and it, re, it, it can ultimately replace calculated columns that are in dataverse today that are run through workflows wow. and rollups eventually it doesn't do rollups yet, but mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. the vision of where we want to go with that. And that's really the first step on dataverse. There's so much opportunity there to look at oh. business rules, to look at uh, PowerFX-based plugins, having server logic written in PowerFX that does what plugins do today. Mm-hmm. So there's there's a long road there. Lots of stuff we're exploring. Is the intention that it will work across all five of the the, the tools in Power Platform? Eventually, yes. It'll take time to get there. But so even, Power, even we, pa- pa- Power Pages, will you ultimately get there? Yeah, we're talking to them too, yes. So nice. that we're actively working, talking with them. Power Automate is probably the biggest one there besides Power Apps. And that's going to take, we're having discussion with them too, but that's going to probably take longer. And we're using Power Automate Desktop as a mm-hmm. precursor to that, learning wow, from that great. experience before we go after Power Automate. If we compare Excel and PowerFX, is there anything that you can do in PowerFX that you can't do in Excel? Oh, lots of things. Lots oh. and lots of things. There's all the imperative logic, like writing back to a database, which Excel cannot mm-hmm. do. 
Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Put, put, put all the imperative logic aside. We have things like a JSON function that allows you to create a JSON string out of uh, concatenating other stuff together, put, building a data structure and, and putting, it, putting it out there. Having records and tables nested together, that's something that Excel is, is working through, structured data, but they're not quite there yet. Um, we, we're, we're definitely ahead there because we, we needed to be, to, to be able to um, model what you get out of a database like SQL or Dataverse. Mm-hmm. So there, there's there's lots of stuff that because we're an application development platform, we've been thinking about doing, which they, because they're not quite like that, don't. We're trying to stay as consistent as we can. Anytime we add something, I do con- have a conversation with the Excel team and say, have you thought about this? And we're thinking mm-hmm. about this design. Like we just added string interpolation, something that uh, they, they went, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. And I we talked to their parser people and like, do you think you could add this to the parser in Excel? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, we think we could. No, not that they're going to do it anytime soon, but we want to yeah. make sure we're not getting ourselves into a corner where they couldn't add something if they wanted to in the future. Mm-hmm. When we look at the maker community from, you know, citizen dev to, um, uh, let's say, IT developer, uh, then through to pro dev. Yes. This PowerFX. Is it for everybody in that spectrum? Should everybody have a, a working knowledge of it? What are your thoughts? Yes. Yes. There's the widest spectrum I can think of for a programming language. We do mm-hmm. try to reach all the way up to that professional developer, mm-hmm. all the way down to somebody who doesn't even know how to write the formulas. And so yeah. we talk about no-code solutions, which are our GPT-3 work, UI builders that help you write formulas and help mm-hmm. you debug and understand problems with formulas. So that you start learning how to even write formulas if you don't know how to write Excel-like mm-hmm. formulas today. But the substrate, which you persist that stuff into, should be a PowerFX formula so that you get the leverage up that scale all the way into the, you know, you can go to an advanced maker and get help with it. A mm-hmm. professional can come down and look at it and go, oh, I still understand what that logic looks like. So we, we, are, we are trying to bridge that, that spectrum as much as we can. And just like in Access, what we heard from Access developers is they could build stuff faster, cheaper, better mm-hmm. by using Access than they could potentially a professional tool out of Visual Studio, mm-hmm. not to ding mm-hmm. Visual Studio. But, they, but the kind of apps they were building, they didn't need the level of customization possible with yeah. Visual Studio. And we hear the same kind of thing here, that if you can embrace the PowerFX and live with the limitations and talk to us about those limitations and we'll, we'll get those resolved. But the, 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 the simplicity of it, taking care of asynchronous logic, for example, taking care of error handling for you, all those things we do for a professional developer, they appreciate the speed and ease with which they can do it um, mm-hmm. over what they might have to learn and work through if they're using a more advanced professional language. And then ultimately, we do believe in these fusion teams where you have yeah. a business person who understands the business need and they can communicate and work together on building these, these solutions all the way up with a professional developer. And you can move seamlessly up and down that scale. That is one of our visions and one of the things we're trying to enable. One of the things, you know, across my career, I've often noticed in the various companies I've worked for, and this is probably pre my time being working with as a partner um, with Microsoft, is in any organization you go into, you will often find the Excel guru right? They know right. how to do things in Guru and, uh, sorry, in Excel. And they might've got to that point that they even started learning VB, but they weren't, they're not developer-esque as, as per se, a pro-dev type, type experience, but they, they got there, they worked it out, they fumbled through. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I worked in a bank for a period of time and Excel was the main loan originating, calculating everything tool, right? And Absolutely. every day you'd have to get the latest version because it had altered overnight, et cetera. 
by that team that did it. Do you see that power effects that people will really future-proof their careers in a way by learning this and being that go-to person in their, in their companies? Absolutely. Absolutely. Especially because it's going to be spread so far and wide across the power platform that yeah. you can take that knowledge. I talked about leverage from Excel to Power Apps. We really want knowledge from Power Apps to Power Automate to Power yeah. Virtual Agents. If you learn this this language and learn how to do, we're trying to keep the patterns consistent between how it's adopted in these different hosts as well. You learn how to do a thing in Power Apps, you automatically have a sense for how to do it in Power Automate and can be successful yeah. that much faster. So like yes, it. absolutely, absolutely. I see that happen. It's uh, what jumps to mind is the consistency of M365 across all the apps. If you use one app, yeah. you, can, you know how the ribbon works. You, you know where things are. It's, it's consistent. Um, you mentioned GPT-3, and how much is that playing into what you're doing? Because, you know, using AI this way to really enable people to to not really understand the formula that they want to write and yet, you know, type in what they want to achieve and then it goes away yes. and, 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 and does it. How much yes. is that playing into what you're doing, how you're thinking, and how far do you reckon you can stretch that paradigm? Pretty far. It is early days for that as well. And we've, mm-hmm. we've only adopted it in, in Power Apps in a couple different places. There are plans to do more there. We're mm-hmm. also working with the pros team, which is the same team that works with Excel, to learn by example. The, the same mm-hmm. technology in Excel where you have a table, you start yep. typing a couple of characters in the next column, and it goes, oh, this is the translation, mm-hmm. transformation they want. We're also working with them to see how we can apply that to Power Apps as, as well. The, the formula bar that's in Power Apps, we are making that available to PVA and these other, other hosts as well. Mm-hmm. And we'd like to build those, that kind of functionality directly into the formula bar. So that, because the formula bar is really our, our UI for power effects. It, yeah. it's, and it, it's, much, it's much richer just as a text box. It has got so much going on with mm-hmm. IntelliSense and communications with the backend compiler. Because we're incrementally compiling your formula all the time. Every character, yeah. we're taking a look at that thing. And, and is, it, is it proper? And what, what, what do we need to do with it? Um, if nothing else, just for syntax coloring and for finding mm, 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 syntax mm. errors as quickly as possible. So that piece, we're, we're talking about enhancing it, you know, being able to put natural language queries in any of the PowerFX hosts where they're using that formula bar and having that translate with GPT-3 into a formula that can be used and applied in that host. So there's a, there's a lot of runway there. I don't think we know yet how far it'll yeah. go and where it'll be useful. But as I say, it's early days. We're still, we're still learning and and putting stuff out there and getting feedback on it and how it, and telemetry on how useful it has been. So exciting. It's a great time to be in this space. Tell me resources. If people want to go find, learn more, I can put them in the show notes. What do, what do you recommend for makers that are already out there but really haven't sunk their teeth into PowerFX? What do you recommend? There's a number of articles that are, are of course, part of our documentation set. But that's just the, the tip of the iceberg. It's more the reference or information that you might want. There's some articles about specifically what PowerFX is and how you might apply it, because we, we did open source this language. Anybody, it's not just for a power platform, anybody can pick this thing up and incorporate it into their product. And we have a couple of companies we're working with in that regard. So there, there's a lot of information there about what it is and how to think about it from a very abstract level. Then we have a tremendous number of MVPs, bloggers, people that make videos. There's so much so much community here that's here mm-hmm. to help people. And so I would definitely, definitely look at for some of those, those folks and the articles they've written about how to make the most of PowerFX and use it effectively in Power Apps primarily today. But these other properties are coming. 
And those can be really interesting to see what people do there too. I love it. You mentioned then that you've open sourced it, and that was uh, one of the things I wanted to touch on. What does that actually mean when it's open sourced? Is it that can somebody fork that? And yes. or okay, wow. It's on GitHub, yep. github.com slash Microsoft slash power dash FX. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's under the MIT license, which is very mm-hmm. liberal. Yes, anyone can fork it and do whatever they want with it. And that's that's intentional on our part. Yeah. Just like I talked about the leverage of Excel and the Power Platform, the more people using PowerFX, learning PowerFX, the more widespread that language becomes, the more they can leverage knowledge from one PowerFX host and, and implementation to another. And that's what we're going for, as much leverage as possible. I like it. Is there anything I haven't asked you and I should have? Oh, I don't know. I don't think so. Good. Greg, thanks so much for coming on the show. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Hey, thanks for listening. I'm your host, business application MVP, Mark Smith, otherwise known as the MZ365 guy. If there's a guest you'd like to see on the show from Microsoft, please message me on LinkedIn. If you want to be a supporter of the show, please check out buymeacoffee.com forward slash NZ365 guy. How will you create on the Power Platform today? Ciao.